This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, i come on this show to defend those opinions. But now I don't really do any of that shit. I just do this show. Joining me today, he is the front man of the fantastic rock band Countless Thousands. He's also probably running for some sort of political office in whatever area you live in. Provided you live in Glendale, California, he's also just one of the nicest guys in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, Danger Van Gorder. Also joining me, he is the once and current mayor of Podcast City. He's also my co-host on this podcast. He also hosts a podcast of his own called Hey Julie, which you can catch whenever the Big Brother season is heating up. Ladies and gentlemen, he's here every damn week, Brett Raider. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. How the fuck are you doing? I'm good. Oh, yeah? That's Brett. Brett's here. I probably mentioned Brett in the intro this week because we only have one guest, so it's got to be me or Brett (laughs) in addition to the other guest. Last week, it was me. Because I had to shout out how good I am at comedy. So good. So good at it. So good. Danger's here. Hi. How are Hi you guys. doing? I am really you know, good. Because I got part of this show for me is the first few minutes. Got an extra word out. Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life. When all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. That's why we call this segment This Week in Mizzy. <laughs> It's about to get really intense. Brett's inspecting the cigars. We got three. We could all smoke a cigar while we record this. Oh, God. No, thank you. It would make this room a menace. I have to bike home. I can't I can't do that you with have a lung. Bike home? I got to bike home, you silly man. Oh, okay. Fade can't it out, do Brett. that with a, a lung full of tobacco. Yeah, I think I, I could smoke and ride a bike at the same time. You're much more talented than I am. I don't I think. I bet you the first few tour tours de france there were guys just smoking cigarettes oh yeah the whole fucking way probably, probably wasn't winner. until the 70s that people stopped right oh yeah we can use athleticism and science perhaps we should well i don't think they were using cigarettes to win no. i think they it's not it's just them but they had steroids. social it's yeah. like a so- social yeah, thing they had, they had to clear out that t-zone keep themselves nice and nice and relaxed and loose all that time and alone on those on those winding French roads. Okay, so how have you been anyway? I've been good, thank you. Oh yeah? Yeah. Danger co-hosts a podcast with me called Misfortune, a financial crimes podcast. It's really hard uh, because everyone we do on everyone we feature on that show is the worst person that I have heard of up until that point. Wow, so Wyclef is the worst person you've ever heard? 
Because that's that caveats. Was, that was two last judges, week's episode. Yeah, two judges selling kids. Uh, basically into jail slavery. Uh, not down with that. Probably the worst people. But uh, it, it there. I mean, it, it's just the the bad Samaritan showcase. Yeah. Not. Yeah. It's bad. So you should all listen to that podcast on the Unpops Podcast the Network. Show is, it was just featured excellent. on an Uproxx article about the best storytelling podcast. I was described as naive. Come hear us. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where that came from. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. What a natural reaction out of Brent. I love that. That was great. <laughs> uh, before we get started, I just want to mention that if you're in the L.A. area, come out to the Hollywood Hotel this weekend for a live episode of Best Bad Movie Ever with Tom Ryman and David Christopher Bell and special guest Jamie Loftus and stand-up comedy from me and Quincy and the Profiles and Eccentricity people and Katie Merriam. And it's going to be a good time. Also, are, me and Chad are on tour in May. Go check that out. Are we doing plugs at the top now? I am. Okay. You're not. Because <laughs> I happen to have something on Saturday nope. as well. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brett. Uh, it's going to be a good show. No, I just wanted to get that out of the way for anyone who wants to come see us live and in person. You can do that. You have chances. We're talking about phones today. I got a new phone, so I thought I would just do an entire podcast about it. It's going to do 60 minutes about a phone. Yeah. Not just 60 minutes of the news magazine, the time. No, I'm just going to do 60 minutes He's of content yeah. about my new phone. I am, basically, because I got a Huawei phone. Spell that, please. H-U-A-W-E-I. Yeah. Excellent. If Those are the English characters. I'm, yes. sure, there's some, right. I'm sure there are, there are Chinese there's a, characters. There's a pictogram. Yeah. I'm sure a pictogram I, is I how know. they would like it described. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, pick your, your hieroglyphs. Yeah, there you go. You got a little the dog. You got the man holding the plate. Yep. All means, those, means all, your all those, all those uh, famous Chinese characters. The the raven. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> if that if the spelling of that name sounds familiar, it's because that is the phone that just a couple weeks ago the government. The government, like all of the government, the American the government, FBI, the CIA, all of our intelligence agencies all banded together to say, hey, don't buy those phones because maybe China can spy on you if you buy one. Oh, my God. So, oh I, I didn't hear about this. Um, are they just trying to increase Apple stock? I think that is part of it. I think part of it is that sort of nativism, sure. that commercial nativism silliness that uh, yeah, our, but our even government then, loves all, to like, engage in. All the iPhones are made in China. Samsung's right. a Korean but the profit, company. Well, the profits don't really stay here because they move those profits overseas through Ireland and uh, to the Netherlands. And none of that tax return, tax refund. Yeah. The money doesn't stay in America. There's no patriotic reason to own an iPhone. You're not doing okay. America any favors. Talking me into this uh, by way here. Owning an iPhone is the point. And when I heard that the government was worried about spying, I looked into it a little. And what I realized kind of right away is, oh, the government can't spy on me if I have this phone. Maybe <laughs> China's can, but I'm not a fucking Chinese dissident. And dude. you're not you're not playing on sell, selling drugs anytime in China. Right. And even if you do commit a, a crime that China might look down upon, you're not really planning on going anytime soon. Right. I'm not going to be in China. And I just immediately something about that article. I was like, well, I'm in the market for a new phone, which I was. And so I bought this phone. And let's talk about the phone a little bit 
first. It's called a Huawei Mate SE. And this was the phone that made the government put that article out because this fucking phone. say in Australia. It's a Huawei Mate. <laughs> Deep Australia references, but we do have Australian. That's literally listeners. the most shallow reference is saying mate at the end of something. Well, I don't know what the Huawei has to do with it. No, it's just the mate thing was the oh, joke. Okay, oh. I got it. <laughs> now I get it. All right, okay. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, but yeah, this phone, right when it was released or right when it was about to be released, is when this article came out. And the thing about this phone, it's 229 dollars that's a steal at twice the price it's so cheap and it's basically it's an iphone that runs on android is what it feels like it's more of a this specific one i got is more of a copy of an lg g6 which is around 500 dollars. so even then it's half the price okay but this is like one of their lower level phones but their most expensive phone is only 750 and that's basically an iphone x with a different name on it. And it's a really good phone. Like it, it's got the same camera as an iPhone eight. It does all the portrait mode shit. It's dope. Are you getting like paid by Huawei to just do an hour long commercial for their phone? Adam, cut that out. Yeah. I'm just getting, I'll edit that out. I'll I'll do it again. Are you getting paid to do an hour long commercial for Huawei? (laughs) (laughs) So my first question when you told me about this a couple of weeks ago and I kind of looked into it a little bit more, like why are these, we'll get into the stuff about spying. I think it's some more interesting right. stuff, yeah. but just as a primer, if you haven't heard about Huawei, uh, why these phones are so cheap and why they can say, Oh, well it's yeah, basically like an iPhone or it's basically like an LG, whatever is basically, there's a few economic reasons. Uh, l- labor in China is, Less expensive. Right. In fact, they make our Samsungs and our they iPhones our, there. Yes. But it's just the transportation of the materials to make them within China. Right. Transportation to the West, whether you live in Europe or the America or, or wherever. So they, your Apples, your Samsungs, they usually mark up that cost of transportation. Uh, they also like market a lot and all that. Huawei, I think Huawei does market a bit. They're like pretty big. Yeah. But lots of these are the second biggest smartphone maker in the world. Yeah. And also one of the things they, they have the same specs as an LG or, or an iPhone, but the processors, the guts, those are cheaper. So the, so the one thing people might say, well, it's not really an iPhone or it's not really an LG or it's not really a Samsung. They might be right. Like you might find in like a year or so, you know, maybe the processor or the memory or whatever stops working. Or the thing with Android is, is the phones, the operating system has to apply to all phones rather than Apple where it's like the operating system. This is the one operating system that works on this one type of phone. So you never know how a year from now, the next Android, you know, vanilla bean, whatever, whatever they right. want to call it, if it's going to work on that process. You know, anyway. So anyways, that's why they're so cheap and uh, we can move on. Well, I mean, but like that- I, I went through a $600 Android like every two years, but yeah. in, like just over time, the battery would crap out. The, uh, the the location services would start to really, really degrade. Like, I was replacing a phone every two years. Yeah, I so, didn't want to do that. So I don't know the deal with Huawei. I mean, not many people in the States have them. So we'll see over the next year or so. Right. With Adam, if his, you know, if his battery is going to crap out, if the lens is going to get scratched, you know. So 
with all these parts made by kind of slightly cheaper versions of what LG or Samsung or HTC would use, we'll see what the phone is like. But you know, yeah, but it's I, cheaper. I feel like, like yeah. the Samsung stuff is already sort of a planned obsolescence. All these all, all these phones yeah, are that's, so expensive, but like they're built to serve a couple of years because we never turned them off. Really, that's, I mean, that's the thing too. Yeah, there was that there was that big thing. A couple months ago, where Apple was like, where Apple admitted to slowing right. it down, and everyone's like, "Ha ha! We caught you trying to to sell us new phones to make our phones go out of to make our phones break, and we have to buy new ones." And that's not exactly what was happening. They kind of caught this flaw in the older phones that would make it turn off randomly. So they they kind of got in front of it by making the phone slow down, and so it could handle the processes better. So right, yeah, anyway. Technical shit. That's not what the show's about. The show's about fart jokes, baby. Fart <laughs> jokes. And the and the Dean scream. That yeah. was the Dean scream. There we go. Oh, there we okay. go. So the Dean bird. I'm just saying, like, if if you're if if we have to have this sort of planned obsolescence thing in our lives, that's a that's a cornerstone of how we communicate with our friends, our family, our jobs, and and jokes our fans. On you. Don't have a job. Oh, nice. <laughs> and our Fucker. fans. Go ahead. Jokes on me. You don't have fans. Jokes on you. Yeah. You again. Yeah. 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 $29 and it's a smartphone and it does all the smartphone things, but it's a very basic smartphone and this was the same price, but it's a much better phone. And I switched my cell phone service to a company called mint sim and what? they, the we can I can I fucking tell you, no, dude? No, you got to get it out now. They have three plans. One, uh, you get I think five gigabytes of data a month. One you get ten. One you get twenty. And the thing is, it's either fifteen dollars a month, twenty dollars a month, or twenty five a month. I pay two hundred and forty dollars a year for my phone service. And then I buy a phone that's another 230. I'm out $500, but my phone is covered for the entire year. And then next year I'll just spend, maybe I'll go nuts and spend $800 on my phone. But when I was with T-Mobile and fucking getting Samsung's every fucking year, my bill was like $150 a month. Yeah. And I don't talk on the phone that much. I barely text. I don't do shit. I have it out of necessity, but that was the thing. Like phones, we replace them anyway. And I just can't, I couldn't justify spending that kind of money every year on a phone just because it's the phone everyone buys. Right. Huawei, valuable market research coming at you right here in this episode. Yeah. Well, they're not allowed to sell phones in the U.S. I mean, not in retailers anymore. Most of the retailers have blocked them because of no. the government. Why thing. am I familiar with this brand then? Because I just told you about it. No, but I mean, I knew of Huawei. I didn't know how to pronounce it until you said it earlier, but I've known about this brand for a while without 
any effort whatsoever. I've owned Sa- only Samsungs, and uh, now I have an Apple. See, that's interesting because I had never, until I bought that Nokia Six, I had never heard of this company, and I was just researching, you know, budget or cheaper smartphones. And Huawei came up, but I had never heard of it, and I was like, I'm not going to buy the fucking, I'm not going to buy a goddamn Yugo phone. <laughs> I remember a Yugo? Nope. Probably not. Is that, we're phone based, with the reference. is that the phone based on the Martin Scorsese children's film of the same name? <laughs> I was referencing the car that was $3,900. Oh, uh, no. It was released in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Ugly as shit. Didn't well, they blow up a lot? Wasn't. Yeah, oh, it was a bad car. It wasn't there for most of the 80s. Yeah. Sorry. I remember. When did you show up? When were you on the scene? Oh, I. You know. <laughs> <laughs> So this phone came out. I bought one. I like it. That's not really what the podcast is about. What happened is the government then put this notice out that, well, if you buy this phone, the Chinese government might be able to spy on you. And if you look into that claim a little bit closer, all they're really saying is, well, if the Chinese government goes to Huawei and says, hey, can we have a have backdoor access into these phones? then that company might say yes. But that's what the FBI wants to do with iPhones right now. They took Apple to court last year over the right to be able to have backdoor access just in general to iPhones. Yeah, that was that was a really serious social like backlash. I remember a lot of people coming out and saying that, like, uh, not that we're like defending Apple or whatever, uh, but like we kind of need to um, maybe not create a key that we then can't protect. Right. And Tim Cook, you brought up moving funds offshore and dodging taxes. Tim Cook is a fucking monster when it comes to that. He's definitely not paying his fair share into the country. But when the FBI wanted that backdoor access, he was like, no, even when it was the San Bernardino shooter, Tim Cook was like, that was the biggest. Yeah. That was kind of the, when this all came to a head. Yeah. They're like, we need to know what's on this guy's phone. Right. But then, then they went from, well, we need to know what's on this guy's phone to, we need to know, we need to just be able to get into all the phones, like, because you never know what phone we'll need to be able to get into. So we just need to get into all the phones. And now, Tim Cook was like, no, well, I'm not. Can't, can't they do that anyway? Aren't aren't there ways to get access See, to that's, phones that's without like getting a blanket statement that applies yes. to all phones? Because for one, the San Bernardino shooter, they did get into his phone. They just paid a group of hackers to do it. Okay. And I'm fine with that. That's that's kind of a cool movie premise. Keep the hackers employed, bro. Yeah. Yeah. They, it's they, like when an actor does his own stunts. It's like, what are you trying to put a stunt man out of business, you selfish Tom fuck? Cruise, you piece of shit. Yeah. I hope your leg doesn't grow back. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I, Tom I Cruise's his, leg doesn't grow back. I either. believe, I, I don't believe it was amputated. I think it was just broken. Yeah. <laughs> He'll have some. He'll have some multivitamins. And is uh, this a real story? Right. Tom Cruise broke his leg while shooting the Mission Impossible movie that comes out this summer, and you can watch. You can literally watch the clip of him trying to jump from rooftop to rooftop and mm. shattering his leg, and then getting up and trying to con- finish like doing his Tom Cruise run and falling <laughs> over and writhing in pain. Can we? It's on we have, the internet. Do Just we have type time for that? No, words. we don't. No, we don't. It's, Sorry. It's uh yeah. There's lots of. Uh, it's really good on the ears. He's apparently he's. <laughs> very, he's a very he's nice person. He's very well. I'm person. sure he is. Yeah. 
Anyways, but was is there a rumor he had to have an amputation? No, I just said it, <laughs> I was just improv, and I was like, I hope your leg doesn't grow back. And uh, that would have been it. Made gross. it seem like his leg was chopped off. No, he just like shattered his femur or something. I wanted like that. that to be an enduring conspiracy theory. Did you know, Tom Cruise only has one leg. No, no he they doesn't. Had, no, he just shattered his leg, and they had a stuntman <laughs> do the rest of the movie. And I'm sure for half of the movie, his character is always sitting down. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. So this was the quote from the government. We're deeply concerned about the risks of allowing any company or entity that is beholden to foreign governments that don't share our values <laughs> to gain positions of power inside our telecommunications That's networks. A very specific qualifier. What are our values? Exactly. Um, Who knows? That's another podcast, baby. Yeah. That was FBI director Chris Ray. And like fucking irony alert. Like you're trying to get into every iPhone in America, but we're supposed to not buy these phones on the grounds that the Chinese government might try that at some point. You're already trying it. This, Adam, this is the safer option. You of all people should be really concerned because the Chinese government is trying to get their unpops uh, protected Patreon <laughs> subscriber only stuff for free. They're not like paying it. their fair share. They're not paying their five ducks a month to unpops.com slash It is Patreon. five ducks it, a month. It, in China, right. it's, it's five ducks. Uh, yeah. Patreon.com slash unpops. Peking duck. Whatever Yum. the hell yeah. it is. Yeah. I am. I, that's the thing. I just, as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, I get it. You want to be able to spy on me. You don't want China to be able to. I'm buying the China phone. Hmm. Because that, if you look into what they want to do, it is kind of. It's kind of crazy. They every iPhone, if you're smart, has a passcode on it, so people can't just pick up your phone and use it. My passcode's my face. Oh, well, that Floater. they can just bypass with a picture. Uh, no, but you go a sophisticated yeah, picture. No, it's a three D. It's a three D map of my face. It's not All a right. picture of then my we'll face. Just, then we'll just map your. face. If you make a we'll mask just, of my face, yeah. then maybe yeah. we'll so do if you some can, Mission if you, Impossible level. Uh, you know, technology. That just means whoever steals your phone is also going to cut your head off. Oh, and become you. <laughs> Honestly, it's, are it's, you the first Brett, or are you the first Brett? Yes. Have you, have you killed the other Bretts and assumed Brett's identity? That's what? what, that's what uh, we're asking. No. Oh, I thought he was like if I the first person named Brett. Oh no! In which case, yes, oh. yeah, actually, yeah. Okay, With he three T's, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyways, anyways. <laughs> So, yeah, that's the thing. The FBI has been reaching out to try and get this access. And for one, they don't need it. They don't need a backdoor to every phone. Uh, it, Motherboard, which I think is a division of Vice, yeah. did an investigation into this and found that all around the country, there are local police agencies using a device called Gray Key, which is apparently this four by four inch device that completely shuts down iPhone encryption. So huh. the technology to do this on a case-by-case -case basis already exists. Where does Gray Key come from? That I don't Who's know. Who's selling the Gray Key? Unpops.com slash Gray Key. Right? I don't oh, know. I, yeah. I was going to air horn that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's just like a hacker device thing. You can yeah. get it on your Silk it's Road like, or whatever, I'm it's sure. It's like $100. 
It's it's a not an expensive thing. But the whole thing with Tim Cook is he was like, no, I'm not making this key because I'm sure everyone can watch the fucking Avengers movie that's coming out next week today or this week, you know, whenever this comes out. Like, I'm not making this this easily replicable key that can just be torrented and put all over the Internet so anyone can hack into anyone's phone. Wait, did and the then- Avengers movie leak? No, oh, I don't know. Okay. Is that a plot point <laughs> in the new Avengers movie? I do. I we are struggling am, to figure out why you brought up the Avengers. I am sure. No, I'm just saying. I'm just using it as an example of like movies, Beyonce albums, all the shit gets leaked. So the same thing with the key. And he, as the CEO oh. of the largest company, the most profitable company in the world, he's like, I don't want people to stop buying iPhones because I made a key that I gave to the government and someone hacked it or took it because of the you know the government's run by idiots yeah and then people are gonna stop buying iphones and now i'm not gonna have a company to run it may not just right. be so you know that's you know. faith in the consumer it might also just be like yeah if we sell that our market share is gonna drop precipitously because well, people don't trust us that is yeah, absolutely that's the, part that's of the it. whole reason yeah. that's the whole reason and Do, does he care about he cares about privacy sure in as much eh. as his more than Zuckerberg, am I right? Customers have feeling like their phones are private is what wants is what keeps them right. buying the phone because then no one's gonna you know yeah if Ford if there was tomorrow like oh anyone could go to kick ass torrents and download the thing that unlocks all Fords people would stop buying Fords so it's the right. same sort of thing any anyways <laughs> it's a very strong point but it is and market share is a big part of it and that's the thing this company operates they sell a lot of phones all around the world have you heard france saying we don't want chinese phones spying on our people have you heard england saying that have you heard any I actually other recently country? disabled my google my google alert for france <laughs> france and Smartphone, Chinese smartphones. So, so I don't know, but I used to have it, and, and you I didn't rem- see it up. To I don't that remember point. it, but I recently yeah, right. turned that one off. But they wouldn't be operating. Care a lot about France. <laughs> Stance <laughs> on tech. They wouldn't be operating as freely as they are around the world if they were that untrustworthy. And it's such a, a weak argument when the FBI is trying to do the same thing to tell us, no, these phones, a government that doesn't care about you might do this thing at some point. And when you look into Brett's right, when it comes to that thing being shared, because what they want is just, they want code written into the back end of iPhones that basically allows them to enter passcode attempts electronically because right now Mm -hmm. they can get around the passcode counter like almost any hacker can do that but then you still have to manually enter passcodes to try and get into the phone and they want to be able to just send those passcode attempts electronically which would very much speed up the process of breaking into a phone to the point that they could just kind of break into any phone they wanted in a matter of hours. And that's when you're talking about code written into the phone, it's not like that's going to be limited to them. They want it there so they can use it, but there's no guarantee someone else won't use it. Yeah. And it's so fucking disingenuous to be like, Hey, you don't want to be spied on. Do you? Buy an iPhone instead. It's like, oh, you're going to try and spy on me that way. 
Mm-hmm. You're lucky I, I have Google on my Chinese phone. And I, I'm, I'm gonna also put, say, what I'm gonna put the, fucking Baidu on it or whatever their fucking Weibo. I'm gonna put Weibo. Alibaba. <laughs> yeah. That, that, I'm sure they'll find searches for me too. Yeah, you can start. You can delete Facebook. Something we talked about in an old episode. Right. You get the Chinese Facebook. Yeah, exactly. Some singles. Singles. Don't, you don't use it for dating, but also play, like maybe play Chinese Farm versus zombie guys. <laughs> <laughs> Chinese Chinese Farmville. Can you, you collect know, enough zombie. dissidents to build a barn for you for free? Chinese Farmville. I would play that. Yeah, I'd totally fucking play that. So that's, I mean, that's, that's kind of their, their privacy concern. I would also say, what are the Chinese going to do with your text messages? What's President Chi or Lee exactly. or whatever his name is? Well, like, yeah, that I, was, I, was I, it's two letters. I can't remember what it I'm is. I'm pretty sure it's Xi Jinping. Is Jinping, it? something like that. Well, it starts with the the XI, and that's his family name. President yeah, yeah. of China. Let's see how close Adam was. Google. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know how to pronounce it, but I was. It's XI. Yeah, yeah, I believe someone here hosts an international news politics podcast. That's me. Oh. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I don't know. Jesus. That was Jesus coming through. That was Jesus. That was through. Jesus Christ coming through. You stop by, buddy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's. I think the real problem. I think one spying. I think the the FBI does want to be able to spy on us, and they know as hard as they're fighting to get that back door to iPhones, they're never going to get that. Yeah, Huawei is not going to... With a phone that's made by a company that cares more about the Chinese government. Which, it sounds like a kind of a cool company. It's like 68% employee owned. Like, they they seem like... I'm I'm assuming that 32% are like the kids who make the uh, the phones and aren't old enough to own a company yet. The darkness is is (laughs) further down. Let's got to dig more. That's cool. That's a cool stat. I don't know if they're, like, cool. I don't think people like show up in jeans and like play ping pong in the office and can bring their dogs in. Like, I don't think they're, I don't think they're you like the know. Airbnb office in San Francisco. It's like, Oh, we get this cold brew machine. I don't know. China looks like a pretty swinging place. Sometimes so swinging. <laughs> <laughs> if you're if, like, if you're in mainland China, like the fucking mainland, cities. Bro. Oh God. Oh, okay. With the, the, with the pollution. Well, yeah, the pollution, but pollution, that doesn't mean yeah. the offices are shitty. Okay, I, I mean, bet they, they have, have some. Do they have snap? I bet in they the have front? some sleek workspaces in China. Like candy dispensers in like hallways, little hallways between the. Uh, the are you describing studio. fucking cracked right now? It was a cool office. I only, I never got to work. Have there. you never been to another office? It was an all right think, office. I don't think you yeah. can hold on a job. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good. I got to say, the, uh, not till the voters have their say. The, oh yeah. Yeah. When is when is that coming up? I don't know. A couple of years, maybe four oh, years. Oh, oh. So you're know. not like on like a, a ballot. Not running presently. Oh, okay. Presently. Yeah. I'd vote for you. Thank you. I Move would. to Glendale. I live in Atwater Village. Is oh. that, would I be oh. able to vote for you? No, you wouldn't. But you could volunteer your time, oh! your precious time. I already <laughs> do that for podcasts. Can't can't volunteer anymore. <laughs> I pay you. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! I've been to the Hong Kong airport a few times. Is it cool? It's pretty nice. All right. Had some pretty dope Chinese food there. Oh, really? In China? <laughs> <laughs> At 
an airport in Hong Kong, <laughs> which I don't, I mean, even Chinese people would be like, that's not China ever since they took it back or, you know, I don't know. What part of Hong Kong is it? Is, the airport. It's in Hong Kong? <laughs> the airport. Who took Hong Kong back? Isn't Hong Kong not China? I mean, no, it used to belong to Britain for a hundred years. Yeah, and then they tried that and, the, and then the, the movie Rush Hour I, came out where right. it was like that Dangerous was just right. Yeah, in nineteen ninety nine they handed it back to um the Chinese government. Oh, I thought, oh, Chris Tucker uh, Chris got Tucker, Hong yeah. Kong back oh, from I thought, China. I thought Hong Chan Kong was independent. Karate now, chopped his way not. to uh wow. I mean it's just the most western westernized part of China. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're China. not thinking of Taiwan, are you? That's kind of its own place, but not really. Oh man, I know. I'm just saying. I've been to an airport (laughs) three times in my life, and it was nice and had decent Chinese food. Pretty good, yeah, man. Nice. I've never been to the Chinese airport. They still got burger. They still got (laughs) a burger. The one. Don't worry. They got a Burger King in the. Uh, Oh well, I'm there's like a there's like uh, some sort of uh, Irish pub sort of thing going on there. There was like an Ohulahans or something like that. Oh, hula hands, but still spelled in all the wheelbarrow and iron characters. Oh, yeah, yeah. All the hieroglyphics. Lots of Kelly Green. I said pictogram earlier and and everybody attacked. (laughs) Same difference. So easy when it's you. Yeah, I know. It's because I mean, it's because I genuinely mean well. You are naive, as the internet says. Is that what they said? (laughs) They said something to the tune of, uh, he can't believe how bad people can be or something like that. It It was very sweet and very accurate. Yeah, but also, but jokes on them. They're the ones writing. Sorry if you're listening. They're the ones writing <laughs> mean reviews on. It wasn't mean. They were saying they were saying a buzz, true statement buzz, of fact. Buzzdoodle.com. <laughs> Did you say dot com? Yeah. I'm just. If it got more listeners, and those listeners are potential voters, never know. Uh, then uh, it's all good in the hood. It is all good in the, the Armenian yeah. version of Untops, uh-huh. which there it, it does right. exist, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro, my friend, my friend. <laughs> so, Ayo. the shall we? Uh, the, sh- what? Move on. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. We're gonna the other the other thing I think that the government or just the U.S. is concerned about when it comes to this company is we're not getting anywhere in improving our internet and telecommunications infrastructure. That's a thing. We did an episode about it not too long ago. And I brought up that like Estonia has the fastest internet and people were like, Oh, but is Estonia as big as the United States? No, it's not. But Europe is. And in Europe, if you're a country, you can just build your own fucking network and it can be the fastest and best thing. But if you're in the United States, which is just Europe with states instead of countries, you can't as a state build your own network without getting a shit ton of backlash from people. Danger, this is your chance to shine. All Talk right. about Chattanooga, Tennessee. Okay, so, I mean, let, let's let's just backtrack a little bit. In California, if you want to set up a telecommunications company or telecommunications anything, you first have to go to, uh, you, you first have to offer your infrastructure and the rights to your infrastructure to a private concern. So that... In our in our in our laws right now what in the that, state, what does that mean? It basically means that like the state can't set anything up, the cities can't set anything up, it ha- the county can't set anything up. It has to be put through private enterprise first. 
if you want to set up any telecommunications, anything. And this has seriously hampered things because it basically means that AT&T doesn't have any competition. Right. So they don't have to improve services. They don't have, uh, they, they can lie to people and make a fake ringtone uh, on the other end and just say, like, sorry, this person's not Yeah, available. let's talk about that quick. Yeah, yeah. Because what Chattanooga, the latest thing that happened to them, they have this uh, fucking amazing internet service right. in Chattanooga. And they wanted to spread it out to rural areas where cell service and internet hey, service real quick, is the, notoriously shitty. Yeah, Chattanooga built their own network from the ground up. It was the fastest internet in America. Uh, it was municipally owned. It was cheaper than uh, the other products had been, or, or you know, relatively uh, around the same price, and it was so good that it cut their unemployment in half. It right. became like the Silicon Valley of the uh, of the of the Midwest, basically. Because doing business in an environment like that, you just inherently save money because everything moves so much faster. It's so much more efficient. Right. And that network was so good that they said, "Okay, we want to expand our coverage to neighboring cities for free." Right. And the state of Tennessee said, can't do that. Yeah. You can't. You have to give that money to AT&T yeah. or to T-Mobile. And then they can use your money to yeah. improve their services. So and that they that's can, what yeah. bothers me about the, oh, well, we have more land to cover here. Our internet can't be as good. Yeah, it can. Yeah. It absolutely can. It's just the FCC is so beholden to these few companies that control everything that they're not, there's no incentive for them to improve. And they actively try and shut shit down when it does look like it's going to improve. And meanwhile, what you mentioned about the fake ringtones, that's a real thing. T-Mobile this week got fined $40 million because they were so incapable of connecting calls to rural areas that they eventually, instead of the call just going right to voicemail, which you know it either didn't go through or the phone is off. Adam's hanging up on me again. It's blocking my calls. <laughs> exactly. They put a fake it's ring. your baby, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had a baby together. We did. Oh, yeah. hey, congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you. That's nice. Uh, <laughs> they put fake ringtones into these calls. <laughs> To make it seem like no, no, explain that that when I read that the first time I was like fake ringtones like the ring back like you know you remember when you used yeah, to call somebody the final and like, countdown yeah, every like, time you call someone well, it, there was like that a family one classical theme and then Stewie being like but your no, phone is ringing what it all no. it means so when you hear the the ringing sound on when you're, when you're calling, calling somebody and you yeah. hear the and you hear it yeah. ring and ring and yeah. ring and then it finally goes to voicemail and you're like oh well they just didn't answer no the call didn't go through at all. They just put a fake ringtone in to make it seem like the call went through and no one answered. And this was happening for years to millions and millions of calls. And it's like there could be someone with sick relatives in rural areas, fucking elderly parents who live alone. A doctor might need to call his patient in a rural area. Like, that's I, heinous. That's a heinous thing. I mean... Yeah. In some of the the stuff I've been reading about it too, like people can't reach nine one one. They call nine one one and it rings and it's like, sorry, I can't come. To Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey. Oh, I'm, sorry. I'm nine one one. I'm not here right now. But I'm bleeding. Like later. Right? <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile. One of the other things, like all the thing that's been getting all the headlines is the government saying, oh, don't buy these phones. 
But the government also, we have imposed tariffs on Huawei equipment. And the reason we're doing that, Huawei is way ahead. They're, you could say they're Huawei ahead. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm on their website, and there's like a bunch of sort of just like flashy pictures of the phone and Gal Gadot hold, Gal Gadot's holding, holding, holding the phone. One. And one of the images, it's like the phone, it looks cool, and it's big and stuff. And it says, <laughs> wow, W-O-W. W A Y or something yeah. like, or W E I, you know, it's like, wow. What a fun thing for English speakers. Yeah, man. Yeah. But this company is oh. way ahead on 5G technology. She, which they're actually, a story came out just today that in 2019, they're planning to introduce the first 5G capable phone and building up to that, they were wanting to go into communities in the United States and build a 5G network. Yes, please. I want a 5G network. Yep. Here's the thing. When it came out that Trump wanted to build a 5G network and nationalize it, I was like, yeah, that's what we need. Yep. I don't I don't care who's our president. That's broken clock. That is exactly what we need. And can we get a progress report on that real quick? It's not. I, yeah. Uh, uh, like uh, brown people are not allowed to live in America anymore. Oh, OK. <laughs> that was a, we were talking about something completely no, different. No, they Donald just Trump just said it. Yeah. OK. Well, the what see it, what, the thing did, about the five, the, the thing about the 5G network, like o Obama introduced a similar idea. 5G was not a thing we thought about in 2010, but he put forth a similar idea where he was like, hey, we need like a national Internet thing that everyone can access. And we being liberals, we're like. Yeah, man, that sounds great. And when Trump said the same thing, we were like, no, you're going to spy on us. The reality is Obama would have spied on us with that. Obama spied on everybody. And so will Trump. And so will every fucking government. Of course, Trump wants the, wants, it, wants the Facebook to be everywhere so everyone could share the memes about how he's great. <laughs> exactly. But we need to improve our telecommunications infrastructure yeah. in this country. And we have two choices right now. We depend on Verizon and T-Mobile and Sprint to do it for us. They will not. Or we let the government do it. Yeah. And I get that it's scary with Trump in office uh, saying, okay, yeah, yeah, do it, please. But the alternative is we wait, what, another eight years until Trump's out of office and then revisit the issue. He's going to be president for 10 years? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be VP to, to President Pence. Can we? How, Pence how, how much money is everyone... How much money is everyone comfortable betting right now that the 2020 elections are delayed? Because I, I will put a significant amount of money. This is the first time I've heard about it. But since you were you uh, you were right about Trump about a year in advance, like late 15, we were recording our first podcast. We were like, he's going to win. Yep. And I was like, nope, the entire time. Um, the 2020 elections will be delayed. Delayed. On what grounds? Uh, probably voter fraud and uh, especially immigration, illegal immigrants voting, convicts voting, things like that. Like, what do you think that big voter research project he's got going is about? Like, the it's Chris Kobach, the to Kansas Secretary of State. Thing? Yeah, I, th I thought that folded. He was like, well, it failed and we're never going to do this again. OK, like, but they did it. Like they did, like they what? couldn't prove anything. They couldn't do anything. They don't. 
need to. Yeah, you're right. They don't like he'll. But that's an that's another uh, in that's the, another story. In the spirit see, of democracy, I'll take your bet. Trump scares me. Okay, good. Let's yeah. bet a hundred dollars on it. Let's bet fifty dollars. I'm I, by twenty twenty. Come on, have some confidence. I have a dude. family at that point, so I got. I'll I'll, I'll get you. Put those kids to work. No. China will be all. How about, how, about a, how about a decent bottle of whiskey, sir? <laughs> Fine. Cool. Thanks. Fine. So. I'm going to forget we did this. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally will, too. But see, that's the thing. I'm that. I think there's no record. <laughs> the NSA wrote this down. I'm that <laughs> scared of Trump. But I also if he was like, let's build us a 5G network right now, I'd be like, yes, do it. Because the government's going to spy on me through the Internet either way. And a faster Internet infrastructure would be a good thing. And I feel like a lot of this. Oh, China's trying to spy on us. It's more. No, we just don't want China to get the jump on things like 5G. So we're using this spying story. But I don't think it's all not. I I think I think the spying angle is accurate, but I just still think the government wants to spy on us. Because Huawei is also, they just recently joined in talks to build a blockchain phone. So that would basically be a phone that you can use cryptocurrency on. You can store your cryptocurrency safely on it, on a phone that the U.S. government cannot access Mm -hmm. through backdoor channels. And you can buy and sell shit with cryptocurrency on your phone. So at that point, you have a phone that the government can't break into that works on any of those pay-as-you-go networks where you can just send a homeless guy into 7-Eleven to buy you more minutes for your phone so you never even have to be seen with it. There's no paper trail. Like an actual burner phone, but that works really great. And you don't burn it there. You don't burn it. You just use it forever and they can't find you. It's like a burner phone, but like you can do the true depth Snapchat filters on it. So it's like super great. Like you could conceivably use a phone like this to kind of go off the grid without really going off the grid Mm. because all the channels that the like, I mean, it would involve taking like Google and Facebook and all that shit off your phone and just using it for like calls and texts. But if you're planning to do some shit in the next few years that the government wouldn't like, I think you could do worse than buying a Huawei phone. What a ringing endorsement. I feel like it is a ringing endorsement in this fucking environment. Huawei, you could do worse. <laughs> <laughs> Huawei, hide from your government. There's also the possibility that some truly heinous people could get these phones and use them to communicate with their criminal enterprises. People do that now. That's true. That's very true. Like these are Adam uses his criminal phone to talk to us. Yeah. Saying, it, I've can, texted him. It can at some point a gray key or whatever be used on a, on a Huawei phone to crack it at the local level without the. Well, that's the thing. These are, these phones aren't unbreakable they're like you can break into these as easily as any other phone i assume but also it's just it's a it's a chinese corporation when the fbi calls apple there is probably some channels and they have lawyers and they go back right. and forth the receptionist at huawei is like the fbi is calling they pick up and they're like hello dominoes and they laugh <laughs> you know and they hang up yeah it's like i like that it's a company that's not beholden to our government in these times we live in that 
makes me feel better about carrying around a device that is literally tracking my every move. Like at least I would much rather that my step counter data get pumped to China than the United States. That's all. China, Matt, China's like calling Adam. You're doing great, man. You've yeah. Four miles today. Yeah. It's so that that's all I'm saying. What? How far in are we? Um, oh, 50 minutes. We should. Should we get to comments? Let's get to. Does comments. anyone have anything else to say about phones? I hope not. Cause the music's going baby. You know, it's a big world out there. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't even matter. I want you to know that's not true. Yes, it is. Don't say anything, danger. That's why we call this segment Your Voice Matters. It does not. Where we read your stupid fucking comments from the past few shows. Very dumb. And respond to them personally. Personally. Faded out, Brad. Oh, that was tender. All right. So tender. Let's well, read. Is Jim there? I don't know. No. Let's, I mean, it was, but it's fine. What? Let's read some comments. This one is from SoundCloud. Tim mm. R-S-I-L says, I deleted my Facebook account three days after the Parkland shooting. What are you up to, Tim? Yeah, that's weird. That's, yeah. That's so specific. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, what are you hiding, yeah. Tim? Jeez. Jesus. I kept getting into arguments on Facebook with people on both sides. In parentheses, yeah, it's insane that there are sides to a school shooting. I agree. We are weird that you're getting into people arguments with the people who are like, please stop shooting kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, everybody quiet down here. The people who want to shoot the kids are wrong, but also the people who don't want to shoot the kids are wrong. My yeah. view is the best. <laughs> we should shoot some kids. My four-year-old daughter wanted me to play with her, but I was too busy trying to prove that some idiot I don't know was wrong. I snapped at her to leave me what? alone, and that's when I realized I'd crossed the line. I deleted my account that night, and I've been much happier since, and also I shot my daughter. <laughs> I, that last part, that, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I added that last part. He did this not. is a roller coaster. Yeah, it was an emotional roller coaster of a comment for at sure. At first, he's like, SoundCloud, I baby. knew something about the Parkland shooting. <laughs> <laughs> Second off, the victim, David Hogg, is a crisis actor. <laughs> and then I yelled at my daughter. <laughs> like, like it, I mean, Stop it feels, crying like, about those it dead feels kids. like it's the moment in, in Monsters Inc. where where Sully has to perform his scare maneuver and Boo oh, watches it and she gets so scared. And, he's, and that and, you know, and, and in like, that oh, moment, he why realizes. am I yelling at you know? Like, why am I yelling at my daughter while I'm like arguing with somebody's aunt uh, here? Cool, good for you, yeah. Tim. <laughs> that person's aunt's profile picture is of their cat. Let's Maybe m- one of the sides of the Parkland shooting isn't wrong. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the one who who do- doesn't think people should have guns. <laughs> but whatever, Tim. Oh, from Patreon, Garrett Page. And these are all from last week's episode with Alex Schmidt called Kill Your Facebook danger mm. kill your facebook i needed to communicate with the activists i'm sorry garrett page says i w- <laughs> i would love to have that sports podcast get made i know y'all floated the idea a while back remind me what because i got some tweets about it today we did a bit about a sports podcast i think we kind of floated the idea i'm doing a sports oh. podcast soon do you want to do it i'm Hell doing yeah, it man i love sports let's do it we're doing one uh i think josh denny's gonna be the other co-host but 
Yeah, I think we are doing a sports podcast soon. Let's do it, Brett. Hell yeah. Jill Jam Joom says, thanks to no, Brett. No, what, how? Why are you being this way? Your first name is Danger. Mm, it's not really. I know, but you it's, make people call you it's that. It's Danger Jam June. <laughs> <laughs> so Danger Jam June says, thanks to Brett for the heads up on being able to deactivate Facebook, but keep Messenger. Messenger is the only reason I keep my profile up. Hell yeah, Jill. Right, it, girl. <laughs> From Jillian. As far as Facebook. Jam June. <laughs> As far as Facebook Messenger still being useful, I have a few friends that couldn't afford a phone bill, so they switched to just using Messenger. With the Facebook calling option and everything, they realized they didn't even need phone service anymore. I've done the same for short periods when I've fallen on hard times. That's interesting. You know what I used to do for a phone? I I had an iPod Touch, and there was an app that was like $15 a month, and you could make unlimited calls and texts. And then I carried this really thin Wi-Fi hotspot around with me. So even if I wasn't on Wi-Fi, I could connect to that thing. And the Wi-Fi hotspot was like $10 a month. I just imagine Adam walking around like Doc Brown with like a series <laughs> of contraptions. See? It's like I have a phone, and it's so much easier and cheaper, and he has like a twig. Like his whole easy phone home set up. He has the little dial a little aluminum foil he has like the record player and the little speaker dial like keyboard thing yeah that's pretty much what yeah, it looked basically like basically the buzzsaw that go you know yeah, I carry power it. by lighting it's this just, joint it's just like see it's only $15 a month I could be paying $23 a month to Amazon <laughs> and look how much easier this is I just carried it in a backpack it was great I imagine that would also keep I the bill collectors at bay I can't use it, it at does. night mm. <laughs> <laughs> can't use it at night yeah. when it rains you get the uh the Mexican Christian radio station coming in. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jamie French says, I simply unfollow everyone and just post my own promotional stuff, regular updates, etc. If I ever want to see what's up with other folks, I'll just click the little globe icon towards the top of the screen and get a general feel for anything I might want to click on. What's a globe? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck the globe does. Jamie French, you're too deep on that Facebook. Yeah. If you post your own promotional stuff, nobody cares. Just letting you know, Jamie French. No, man. <laughs> Sorry. Everyone's like, that's you, Danger. Everyone's like, oh, God. Danger French posting Jamie, your promotion. I will Jamie say. with her caricatures again. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to your Etsy. I'm sure you're great. Whatever. Like, I'm, you know, I'm making fun, but I'm not. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Delete your Facebook. Brett yeah. loves his joke em ups. <laughs> joke em ups? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Your eyes crack em's. Bailey Wiggle says, I wonder what would happen if Adam wrote an article that he knew included false information and tried to sell it to sites known for fake news. They'd buy that shit because I'm dope. Yeah, you're also being goaded into the circulation of misinformation. You could probably write some really good stuff. Oh, yeah. I'd be great at it. Yeah. I see. It's what I'm going to do if this network ever folds. Are your bowls spying on you? My bones. <laughs> I see a world. I think this is the most likely scenario for Adam, like getting actually like really like famous, Dangerous. famous in that he's like trying to do a bit and he's like trying to do like an Alex Jones bit and it gets picked up and he 
to maintain, you know, his his like extravagant commitment to character. Life. Yeah, he like to maintain having money. Like he gets offered a lot of money to actually be a right wing conspiracy theorist. So you think, uh, like, I, literally, what happened to Alex Jones? <laughs> oh, really? Is what's going to happen? Here's the thing. As much as people he was talk just in about an improv troupe in college, as much as people talk about crisis actors and shit like that, that's what I think Alex Jones is. I think Alex Jones is just another wing of the U.S. government. Hmm. Because Dana Loesch is a failed actress. Because, uh, well, I mean, we don't make me talk about Alex Jones and Bill Hicks. We don't have to. Um, All right. Oh, we no. Up a, we set up another episode. No, 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 no. Here, no but here's no, the no, thing. No, no, no. Just here's the thing. Look at we don't know, have any video of Alex Jones until Bill Hooks died in 1993 or whatever. I don't know that, but they are on the same production company and one joined pretty much the year after the other died and they look they identical look exactly the same they sound identical oh my God. and i don't know man bill hicks could have just been like look i'm fucking tired of count how do we know his real name was bill hicks his name could have been bill sankowitz hicks. whoa sankowitz right it's the but exact sort of thing bill hicks would do it is the exact sort of thing bill hicks would do and even he should take off the mask at some point it's getting a little scary even if they're not the same person i feel still feel like Alex Jones is an act and I think he's already had to go to court and admit that it's an act yeah. but yeah. I think it's bigger than that I don't think it's just oh I know this riles people up I think he intentionally spreads misinformation on behalf of the US government so there's your fucking conspiracy theory take that to Infowars make a podcast about it homeboy maybe I will all right, he's got a whole show. Yeah, Should we play? Very this is popular. Such a yeah, we have a weird episode. Yeah. <laughs> Probably because Danger's just been staring dreamily at me for most of it. You know what? Mm. You have very kind eyes. Do you want to play this voicemail? It's long. It's yeah, let's seconds. listen to it. All right, we can. Edit we it. made a dude leave his wife. Whoa! What? Spoiler ah, alert! Spoilers. Yo, what is up? Uh, so, less of a question. Um, more of something that y'all might find um, encouraging. I just finished listening to the What the Jessica Jones, What Jessica Jones is Really About episode. Um, and I've had thoughts about this before, but listening to the things that you guys were saying about abusive relationships and making me realize some of the allegories that were in Jessica Jones and that I've seen um, uh, is helping encourage me to leave my abusive the shit wife. And I don't think it's fair to uh, not go ahead and recognize the fact that she does have some shit going on, and she has tried to get better. But it, I mean, it's, it's it's ruining my life. Um, I, yeah, I got dark really fast, but uh, y'all uh, y'all are making me feel a little bit encouraged. So I just wanted to let you know that what you're doing, to some degree, is more important than just putting out something entertaining. Um, I just wanted to say thanks. Y'all have a good one. Whoa. Well, uh, I mean, oh, so, so, uh, oh here, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So, yeah, not a lot cool, of jokes I mean, inherent in, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm reclaiming my life. Th here's the thing that sounds harsh. It sounds like, oh, this dude listened to the podcast and decided to leave his wife. 
But it sounds like he's in a bad situation, and we encouraged him to maybe do something about it. That one was uh, that one was a tough, uh, tough episode. I mean, that was a. I think there were four people in the room. I think I was the only one who didn't cry, like while recording that. Yeah, you know, listen to that one. I haven't. Have you seen Jessica Jones? Loved the first season. Haven't cracked into the second yet. You should watch the second season, then listen to that podcast. It was a heavy one. You know, the show is sort of an allegory for abusive relationships, for mental illness, like all sorts of stuff like that. So, and we had, you know. It was a very heavy episode. Hmm. If you haven't listened to it and you want to hear me almost cry and not tell any jokes. I mean, you've never been vulnerable before, so that sounds nice. That is untrue. Mm. Go seek out my. I think he was very vulnerable and he talked about. Go seek out Huawei. His Huawei. (laughs) (laughs) I was on a podcast called Nick has a pool house. Go throw that a few extra hundred downloads out of nowhere and make him wonder where they're coming from. You will hear me cry on that podcast. Well, they ask why, when was the last time I cried? And it was during the Breaking Bad finale. Right now? Right now? Now? You asking me that? Was it just that that floating up to heaven shot? Or was no, it, the it was tra- there was a scene that reminded me of when my dad died. Oh, yeah. oh, geez. Yeah. But yeah, man, it was a heavy episode. I'm glad it inspired you to leave your wife. Yeah, if she's if she's no, not I mean abusive. Yeah, no, no, it's not leaving the wife. It's getting out of an abusive situation, right? You We're kind of making light of it, your, but reclaim your life, reclaim yourself. My you wife, know? my wife. Hey, my ex-wife. It doesn't really. It doesn't really work. No, it's not the same thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. sorry. Uh, so yeah, that's our that's our voicemail. Don't you can call it. At 505 386 7677. That's 505 3 Unpops. Or 505 Fun Pops. Fun Pops. Oh, yeah. And me and Brett are going to be doing a monthly, like, voicemail email thing. Send us your questions. Send us your concerns. What's the email address for that, boss? Advice at unpops.com. That's a good one. Right? It's a good email address. Send us an email. Ask us questions. They don't all have to be heavy questions. Maybe you want to ask us if we'd rather fight a duck-sized horse or a horse-sized duck. Stuff like that. Duck-sized horse. Know. Come on. Yeah. I, there's, I, really, there's a hundred. Yeah, a hundred oh, duck-sized it's, horses. Yeah, it's not even. It's, Do I get an oversized fly swatter? No. No. Where Where are you right now? I'm I'm where? thinking about ducks. I'm are thinking you? about ducks and horses. <laughs> Having a good time. Uh, so yeah, advice at unpops.com. And that's a that's gonna be a bonus episode of Unpops every month that you can get when you subscribe on Patreon. Patreon.com slash unpops baby. It's only five dollars a month. Keeping the lights on. All right. Yeah, come on. Danger, do you have anything to plug before we get out of here? Yeah, Countless Thousands is playing a show at the exact same time as your uh, your show on uh, Saturday. Yeah. You know, the hardest part of the show for me. <laughs> he's so he's so angry at me. <laughs> he's glaring at me. I'll also say we're letting you talk. Yeah, I know it's great. It feels feels nice. Feels the unexplored territory here. Uh, Countless Thousands. Uh, did you cut my mic? <laughs> I didn't do that one. <laughs> it's all it's all fun. I, I I I enjoy the camaraderie that I experience here. Your mic's back on. Go right now, okay. We have a new we have a new song we're working on. We're gonna record it soon. You know, give us some time. Uh, and also join your local tenants unions. 
Uh, sit Glendale, California, running a rent control campaign right now. We need donations and stuff. Uh, so uh, go up on uh, the old Indiegogo's or Crowd Packs or whatnot and search for uh, Rent Control Glendale, and hopefully by then I'll have everything set up. It remains to be seen. Very nice. Yeah. So uh, we got a long way to go. 15,000 signatures to collect by August. We need your help. Glendaletenants.org. Yeah. Or do I have to be a Glendale resident? You have to be a Glendale resident. Uh, I'll sign volunteer. You can volunteer to collect signatures. Yeah. And tell friends. What am I made of free time? I have a lot of nothing to do. cashola. It's baseball season. Here and there. 162 games. I got time to canvas the neighborhood. Not going to watch themselves. Come on. Yeah. I mean, all baseball is watching itself. Don't be that way, sports ball. No, I just Come don't on. like baseball. Okay. Yeah. The sports ballers. Is that <laughs> yeah. our podcast? I'm not that guy. No, yeah. the name of the oh, podcast is Sports Ball is Dead. I announced it like a year ago and we just never launched it. <laughs> it was supposed to be me and Andy Sell and Vanessa Gritton at one point. Ooh. Then it was going to be me and Keith Carey. Oh, and dream I just team. Never got around to it. But now I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I know what it's going to be. I want to do it. Love I want to have Settling bread for Josh on it. Denny. Hell yeah, man. Settling? Josh Denny's funny as shit. And Josh Denny settles for us, baby. Right? He's on the Food Network or something like that. He Travel would, Network? He used to be. Oh, yeah. They find out, they find out about what he says. He's <laughs> <laughs> find out about what he says. R.I.P. Ginormous Food. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Danger. Yes. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Brett, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.